If you could become good at one thing, like really good, without practicing in in a day, in a snap of the fingers, what would it be? Like a sort of talent. How about tennis? I'd be the number one player in the world in tennis. I would whoa, whoa, dethrone. Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't Yoko say Bay. you were going to be the best tennis player in the world. Oh, oh, I just I meant just, like I to be go good. I could just go from a 4-0 to a 4-5 kind of thing. I could just climb a, a ladder. A 4-0? Yeah. You're calling yourself a 4-0 in tennis? I was a 3-5, 4-0 tennis okay. player. Okay, okay. Well, you have to prove but it, I, I guess. I would go to 4-5. Okay, so no, I meant like really good. Like you would be really good at it, but like say you want like you I don't even know how to play the guitar. Now you're good. Yeah, that's a good one. That's actually a better answer than tennis. I just thought tennis would be a nice random answer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with broadcasting hockey games because I'm not good and I would like to be really good at it. Okay. Self-awareness is important. That just seems like yeah. you could just um, practice at that. What would, hold on. What was the limit of how good we could be? Can yeah, you be like, like world class world or class you seem like good enough to keep life You could be really, really good, but I'm What's just saying you can't just like go on to the freaking U.S. Open and beat Jokovic. Like that's not realistic. Oh, okay. So this is something Oh, so like realistically good. Oh, realistically good. Okay, real- I'm, just trying, I'm just trying to figure out what the limit on the realistically good, good. Is. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. you're just really good. Okay, to so the level that you want to be. Oh, to the level that I want to be? But not oh, outrageously. Man. Okay. Uh, in that case, I would like to be really good at stocks. <laughs> <laughs> because then I could become rich. That would be smart. And then oh, I could pay somebody to teach logical. me to be good at something. What, what do you think I was going to say? I don't know. I stocks like, is a, a pretty answer. good answer, That's though. a good answer. Thank you. Not like bonds, that. just stocks. Oh, okay. I would... I like his answer better than mine. Thank you. But I'll, Are you I'll changing stick to, again? Nope. I'm gonna still stick with broadcasting hockey. You went tennis, and then you went well, guitar, and then you went broadcasting <laughs> hockey. I never liked guitar, but you don't have oh. to be good at stocks. You already have a pool in your backyard. Ooh, 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 ooh! I got my final answer now. <laughs> okay. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> Singing. Okay. Singing. Oh my god! Would you do the national anthem at all? I would do the na- <laughs> That would be the level that I would want to be good enough as. There, I there's just belt out Pee Wee tournament anthem or, no, singer. High school. High oh, school. High I want to be okay. good enough where I could just kill a national anthem at uh, one of our events. Okay. Shout out Michael Posh. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm going singing, and mine is terrible now. Okay. Deal. Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool All about the bouncing master. Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hit refresh and forget Used to keep it cool See, I feel like the answer to our cold open changes Depending on if you have a significant other or not Like if I didn't have a fiancé, I would want to be good at guitar So that I could, you know, be popular but now I don't care about being popular. You don't want to be. What? Wouldn't you want to be good at guitar to impress your fiance? No, because she's already locked in. Oh, we're already doing at least five figures worth of renovations together. <laughs> we're stuck. We're stuck here. We looked at our bathroom last night that didn't have a floor and thought, "This is forever, isn't it?" <laughs> okay. Yeah, it pretty much is. Locked once you in. do the bathroom or the kitchen, we're doing both. Good for you. Bathroom, kitchen, entryway. Good and then for we're you. adding a light fixture. So do you want to give your famous intro to the show, or do you want to just jump into the headlines? 
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and everyone in between, welcome to Her Ice, a girls high school hockey podcast about the great teams in the great state of Minnesota. My name is Peter Adney. I am one half of the Her Ice duo, along with my partner in crime and some may say partner in life, Tony Scott. Tony, how you doing? I'm doing well, uh, partner in life. Um, I had a blast doing uh, Friday Night Ice with you last week. I thought we did an awesome job, and yeah. it's just going to get better and better as the uh, years go on. I apologize for my mistake during the pregame show of labeling Larry Olam as the head coach of Orono. Yeah, well, <laughs> that was that one was a, an honest mistake. That was that you know the other one where we were told we were to go to break and we thought we were going to a and we ended up going to a story. Yeah, that, that was too. the that was the Whoopsies. shank punt. There 18 were, yards downfield by both of us and, I, and Greg. Greg, too, because he needs to yeah. remind us of that stuff, too. So it's not just you. It's funny. I, I was talking to Greg afterwards. Greg, who's a wonderful human being. Oh. Um, I did not see the rundown or the breakdown of what the segments were supposed to look like until five minutes before they hit record. You and couldn't I was like, tell. Oh. You couldn't tell. Yes, you, you totally <laughs> could. But I had a lot of fun doing it. It was a, a great atmosphere. And coincidentally, it's not listed here, but I do want to talk a little bit about Friday Night Ice. How do you think the game went from a broadcast perspective? We'll get into the gameplay a little later. Uh, I would give us a B plus, A minus. I thought everything, considering the internet went out twice and they just Uh, hammered it both times. Uh, I mean, we were were missing out like 10 seconds. They were that quick to getting it back up and running. Awesome. Um, Again, some of the pregame stuff was a little bit off, but I thought for the most part, Sound. I went back and watched it. Everything just looked so good. I'm always like, did was I involved in this? Like I did absolutely nothing, just barely. And I thought it was just wonderful how well that part of it went. And the game, considering how and now people kill me for saying this, how lopsided on paper it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Mound really hung in there. They had a good strategy. They they hung tough. They 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 dropped their center down low to block some shots, and that worked. Um, and it created, you know what? It's one to nothing after the second period. That's yeah. pretty much from a producer's perspective. What that's else? What we what are. more could you? We want? couldn't have gotten any better than that, you know. Other than one nothing mound would have been even more exciting. But that would have been more exciting. But, but. <laughs> in a lopsided situation like that. I was really excited with how everything turned out. Yep. Uh, shout out to Jeff Papis, who did an excellent job on the play-by-play. Lynn Bellis, Dave Bellis, Justin Moss, Greg Tinty, Kayla Joe Franz, who ran the graphics board. Um, who else was there? Oh, my gosh. Robin Cook, Robin. Brad Soderberg, Jossie Jocelyn. Cookson. Jossie Cookson Kirsten Krull. took over the role of band person. Which is a really, really tricky role, by the way, because it is. you're sitting there, there's no headset, there's nothing, and she stands right next to the band director for the entire game yep. and then cues them up to play. And little did I tell That's her that, tough. little did I know that the Orno band was going to depart after their second period oh. performance. And then I go, well, yeah, I guess like you have the rest of the night off. Yeah. So. But she hung out and she watched the, the end of the game. And I thought it was awesome that Robin just picked up. He put in YMCA at those breaks and oh, Sweet Caroline. So he he he's such a good DJ and a yeah. great PA guy that that makes the event even that much more special. Yeah, and then you've got Brad Soderberg, his counterpart there, who knows exactly when the period breaks are coming, when the commercial's going. I'm opening the door. I'm letting the referee know that we need to stop play. Yeah, and having people in the penalty box that know hockey and know the rules is 
so so valuable and know the system know our system after doing right. this six times now um i thought another interesting thing yeah. and i started to comment on it it's weird for me to comment on it because i'm also the whatever the curator of this event i started creator. going creator curator whatever it was God. whatever i am the i as i'm broadcasting the game i'm like wow we put in these tv timeouts and never have the TV timeouts been more significant in that than in that mm -hmm. game because Larry's got his top oh line gosh. a one and a half minute break yeah. twice a period, which was a total benefit to him. I don't think that it really ever benefited in the other Friday Night Ice games except that one. I, I think it has before. I remember talking with an assistant coach last year. I can't remember which team it was or which game. But I mentioned the TV timeouts, and his eyes lit up because yeah. he knew he was going to be able to put the top line back, back out, out over and over and over again. Yeah. And we see that come into play during the state tournament, too. Big time. But I never really put it in for to change the outcome of the game or have any effect in the outcome oh, of the game. No, I did it because we have all these advertisers that want to support us, and and, and, and and they love this concept that we're we're, we're dishing out on the boys and girls side you know i love it too but i also love some other headlines oh, which... wait, one, one last thing i put a tweet out uh which? last week this is friday night uh i put a tweet out there we are looking for one girls game to do friday night again next year so any uh anyone who's interested uh please step right up i already have a bunch of boys games uh i would call they're on the they're on the burner Two of them are are confirmed. We have Hibbing hosting Hermantown and Boys next year, and we have that's a good one. Eastridge hosting Woodbury and Boys next year, and I okay. am close to two or three more others, which will take us to maybe Rochester, Minnesota. Oh no, Bloomington back oh, no. to Bloomington. So we're gonna have a, a a couple juicy games next year. I want to make sure when we put together the roster, we have at least one girls game. So any girls coaches. Girls fans, booster club people who are interested in something like that, shoot me a note or give me a call if you have my phone number. Um, youthhockeyhub at gmail.com is the best way to initiate that conversation. All right, Peter. good deal. Uh, rolling down the headlines, which are brought to you. I'm going to let you take a drink of water because you have more experience with this group than I do. Brought to you by Summit Orthopedics. We had Dr. David Strothman out for his second interview. Uh, the Wayne Gretzky. What a guy. The Wayne Gretzky of sailing. Uh, that's how one of my friends described him. Uh, apparently, he's really good at sailing, uh, which is awesome. Like, he, sa he sailed Division One on the East Coast. Like, he's a true sailor. Um, and fun to talk to him. Uh, and I was talking to a mutual friend of ours during the day who works with him and he says, yeah, I'm giving him crap. All the questions, all the, and he was making all these funny questions that I was going to ask him on the broadcast on Friday night. And, uh, and it was like, the first text was like 10 in the morning and the second text was at two. And I said, we're still in surgery. I'm like, wait, so you're telling me he's in surgery for five hours. Oh my gosh. He's like, yeah, dude, that's what he does. He's a spinal surgeon. So he was doing some type of spine surgery to putting in an implant or some type of surgery. And I was like, boy, when when you think of doctor, you think of you think of yachting or you think of golf or tennis or squash. You don't think of five hour you know, surgery. Well, that doesn't sound like that much fun. But it's work. And you know, you gotta be smart and you can be talented. So 
that's the type of people. And what I learned in my interview, we were going to talk with Summit Service Award. We did a lot of that. But I thought oh. one of the big takeaways is how specialized the people at Summit are. Yeah. There are, you know, you're either shoulders, your joints, your back, your whatever. They're, there's, they're all super specialized at what they do. So when you have an acute injury that requires surgery, look up Summit Orthopedics on summitorthopedics.com. They don't hire anything but the best over at Summit That's Orthopedics. Right. Unfortunately, in girls' high school hockey, the best had kind of a rough week last rough week. rough Saturday afternoon. A rough Saturday afternoon. The number one team in Class 2A Andover goes down. And yes. the Class A number one Warroad goes down. You like how I say that? Yes. Down. So Andover falling to Minnetonka 5-4. to four. The game did not go to overtime. It sounded like a great game. But a tight one nonetheless. Kind of bummed out that we missed that one. Yeah, well, you're the one that lost your pictures of Moorhead and had to go redo that one. So, Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and One of these teams does not reside in the metro area. Three yeah, well, of neither the four does Warroad. Yeah, you went and got them. I got Moorhead. Yeah, I, I promise you we'll see Minnetonka Andover again. I'm certain of it. Three points from Kendra, Kendra Distad plus the game winner in that game. The skippers are everything you could want as the new There's number one. There's just so team much talent on that team. It's actually refreshing to see them get a big win. I mean, the program, if you think about it, has not had a bunch of big wins over the last three years. No, it it has. Right? They've always they've always been near the top, and they've always had to battle it out with Andover and Edina. I mean, I think they beat Andover last. I want to say they in the in the, in the Edina. Invitational. If we had a research department, we would put them on it. We would right now. What are you? Right. Are you coloring over there? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Moving on. We are. I'll save this one for last. I'm actually going to move this. Maple Grove has yet to allow a goal so far. The Crimson have shut out victories in their first three games of the season. Some good teams too. Did you expect anything less? No. From no. the Maple Grove Crimson. Um, speaking of shutouts, did you see that? Uh, um, Dinah had another shutout last night. Of course they did. It's just like that's all they do is pitch shutouts. All I do is win, win. Yeah, whatever that song is. Uh, Isla Puppy is now tied with Renee Saltness, the former Rochester John Marshall standout for 65th all time in scoring. Wow. I thought it would be fun to highlight a player, an individual player with her career scoring. So she's tied for 65th right How, now. There's a list of 64? There's a list of more if you go to EliteProspects.com. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, okay. No offense, State High School League. I do not trust no, you that for records garbage. anymore. Garbage. I do not trust you for records anymore. Garbage. Well, we now consider Elite Prospects our source, um, and you can find all of these scoring leaders by year. There's tons and tons yeah. of data we're building actually we are not building olivia it. my daughter olivia is building as a college job all of this data that's just slowly but surely her next project is going to be division one uh classes well good luck in that one good luck yeah, that's good gonna be luck, a good olivia. one that's gonna be a good one um a new stud goaltender from a mystery program in the east metro is what my notes say now i want you to mm. guess it's a it's a program that has produced Great goaltenders in the past. It's in the East Metro. It's not who you're thinking. But so I'm going to let you take a couple of guesses at this one. It's not Centennial. Centennial is so not in the East Metro. That's in the East Metro? It is not. East Metro, East Metro, Stillwater. Stillwater? No. No? That's, that's, is that East Metro? Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, it's on the border. Woodbury? No. Eastridge? No. Hmm. Public or private? Public. Uh, um, South St. Paul. No, I'm going to tell you. It's Forest Lake. Ooh. So Forest Lake, the program of Allie Gaynor, who I believe yeah. ranks near the top of the yeah. state's all-time uh, goalies in shutouts. I think she's either at the top, tied for the top, or at the top. Taylor Thompson. That's another goalie. She played in our Dangle Fest two mm-hmm. years ago. She is a 2026 for Forest Lake. And I noticed Taylor because Forest Lake over Creighton is one of the games that we're going to highlight a little later on in the show. But digging into her numbers, 32 of 34 in a win over Eastridge, 61 of 65 in a win over Roseville Matamidi, and 43 saves in the win over Creighton Darham Hall. So Taylor Thompson, a name to keep an eye on as we oh, meander I, down the road. And didn't she have the little sister who was the pin trading queen at the dangle fest she might have i don't remember her name but i'm pretty sure that's with her sister i don't remember her name either uh a new team in the class 2a rankings can you guess who it is it's at number 10 mm. the top nine stayed the same i'm gonna think number just 10. based on what's happened in the last two weeks i'm gonna go with champlin park coon rapids you are Correct. And when we get into the rankings, we will dive a little bit deeper into Champlain Park Coon Rapids. And our last headline, we are introducing the final five teams in the Class A Top 10. I'll be totally honest with you. Last year, trying to rank 10 teams You've never done this before. How does it feel? I hate it. I honestly (laughs) hate it. (laughs) Once you get past... uh, There's some weird teams in there. I I, I wonder, like like last night, Fergus Falls lost to Alex. How do you rank that? We know they're in the state tournament, so we know they're kind of a top 10 team. So you're kind of perplexed when you do a Class A rankings. It's a spoiler alert. Albert Lee is not in the top 10. But it's a little bit like I was looking at Albert Lee. And they're a state tournament team, too. So so ostensibly, they'd be one of the top eight teams in the state. But how do you quantify a 17-0 win over Austin? You can't. You you can't do it. And didn't... Last night, there was another score. Dodge County had another weird score last night. A really weird. That was in my notables. A really weird score. It was in my notables. Okay. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about Dodge County in a minute. But first, before we get into our rankings, we'd like to let you know that our rankings are brought to you by Res Tech Systems. Did you just point at the camera? I did because was t- I was told that I don't look at the camera enough. So. <laughs> I'm just practicing. ResTech Systems, your technology guru, helping you with everything from improving your Wi-Fi connection, automating shades and lighting, design and install of theaters, media rooms, and simulators, along with home security. So if you are in the West Metro and you're looking to make everything automatic, you're looking to cut some of the frustrations out of your life, because I don't know about you, Tony, but I get frustrated when it comes to electronics. You get frustrated driving to the office i get frustrated when i drive pretty much all the time yeah maybe if i had a res tech representative with me in the car i would be less frustrated but if you need a technology guru in the west metro it's res tech systems check them out they've got great reviews all over yelp all over google reviews and if you are building a home theater you want to automate some things in your life that are causing you pain res tech systems or is your best bet another one i uh another place or another reason if you're building a new house like if you're in the process of building or about mm-hmm. to build a new house 
this is something you have to have in. This would be a contract, maybe a great contractor. Oh my gosh! And to build out the the new theater spot, mm-hmm. you don't want. Or if you're remodeling your home like you are, you yeah. said you're in the five digits. Just go to six, Peter, and get just yourself go to six get and yourself get a, a home theater. theater huh? You'll never use it because you're working all the time. But at least you'll True, know it's actually. there. It's like a security blanket when you get home. <laughs> ResTech is basically your security blanket. It is for all things tech all right class 2a we've got a new number one as we mentioned minnetonka one second let me quick go back to the dodge county it was not a mystery score it oh, was good. it was one to nothing over winona and i thought it was a final on the hub no, no, it no, was no. not okay I, I was my gonna... apologies dodge county i was like wow one nothing over winona we either have a girls sco- goalie scoring record a save record coming or uh Dodge County is as good as I thought they were. Okay. I hope I didn't look as puzzled as I felt no. when you mentioned a crazy Dodge County Sorry. score because during pre-show I was looking at their scores and I was like, eh, they're don't think good. they're all that crazy. Yeah. Uh, so Minnetonka slides into number one after the win over Andover. Edina takes over at number two because I can't think of a good reason to drop the three behind Andover. Andover at number three, we will likely see those three rotate between the top spots. Yeah. yeah, like a volleyball team. Yep, right. Hill Murray comes rotate. in at number four. They will rotate in the top five pretty much all season. Maple Grove at number five. I really want, and this is the this is the pain I go through trying to put together rankings. I wanted to push Benilde ahead of Maple Grove because of the win over a top ten team against Moorhead, but I just at the end I decided I can't punish Maple Grove for winning three games and not allowing a goal i can't i i can't punish them for winning who they're scheduled to play right uh benilde at number six they jump moorhead whom the red knights defeated over the weekend moorhead at number seven stillwater at number eight northfield at number nine and champlin park coon rapids at number 10 i'm going to tell you a little bit about our newest team here, Champlin Park Coon Rapids. 4-0 and on the season, coming off a 3-2 win over a surprising Gentry Academy squad. Other wins for the Blue. You mean the defending state champions defending is surprising? State defending state champion Gentry Academy. <laughs> if you can tell me more than five names on that Gentry <laughs> roster, tell you one. shut your pie hole. I don't if you think can't I can do name it. one. Rod, a 2-1 win over Rogers, a 3-2 win over Eden Prairie, and a 9-1 win over Buffalo. The Bluebirds are starting to find their stride and should be a big factor in section five double a okay any any qual qualms with my uh, i have a class two team that might be better than cpcr i have three teams that are hovering just Oof. outside the top i want to hear it come on throw them out there because i bet mine centennial the one I like, spring lake park yeah i got another one not, not them eden prairie oh that's a good one and forest lake are all just kind of outside i got another one that might be better okay farmington The Mighty Mites from Farmington, the, junior the team, team of 11-year-olds, are 4-0. 3-0. Oh. 3-0. They beat Lakeville South 4-3. to three. That They're, was what got me last night. I was like, that's, wow. That's a little further down in your show notes, but I do have a note about <laughs> Farmington. Okay. All right. Alrighty. Sorry. That is on the other side. My uh, apologies. You got to look at the double Sorry, side. We're saving, we're saving the rain for us here. That. Class A, Holy Angels takes over at number one after defeating Warroad. Warroad drops down to number two. I'm still holding that Simley loss against Orono a little bit. Orono at number three. Proctor Hermantown number four. Simley stays at number five. Yes, Anthony? I watched all three teams within a 18-hour span. Yep. I think Orono is the best team in the state. Think so? 
That's but based right. on what I saw. Okay. The depth, the speed. Uh, I'm not sure there's a faster player in the state than Maddie Kimbrell. She's just she electric, fast, man. She's holy fast. smokes. It's Maddie with a Y. Holy smokes! I mean, just she caused Mawasaga all yeah. kinds of fits that night. Yeah, but um, again, and then you have scorers like Macy and and Zoe, where it's just it's, oh my gosh, it's crazy how good that team is. Again, though, this isn't a this isn't a collection of the ten most talented teams in the state. It's the top ten rankings based on your resume. Right. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, all righty, this is our uh, our six through ten. The first time we've done a six through ten for Class A, Duluth Marshall comes in at number six mound west tonka at number seven i think mound west tonka is going to cause some problems as the season goes along dodge county at number eight south st paul at number nine and river lakes at number 10 i think that fergus is better than south st paul and river lakes you think so i do are you sure Mm -hmm. okay because river lakes is undefeated right now um yeah and i think that you know and here's another here's another news and nug for you okay um, and I don't have her name. Uh, the Alexandria got a transfer from Fergus Falls, their goaltender. Um, give me one second. Is it Jerkis or Metcalf? Mm, let's see. Maybe Metcalf here. I got a tweet, for a text from a buddy who said text she and her buddy. brother moved to Alex. Geographically, that sounds like the definition. Lexi Metcalf transferred to Alexandria. Her brother did as well, Brady. So that's a big loss for Fergus. It's not like they had 10 deep in the goaltending department. No, but they had a good rotation last year. Okay. All right. I think Fergus will be fine. South St. Paul continues to find a way. I don't know how they're doing it. Big matchup that we'll talk about a little bit later between South St. Paul and Dodge County. Coming up next week. I like your rankings. I like it that you finally graduated to ten teams. Okay. Um, I talked to coach. Okay. I talked to some coaches. I talked to all four coaches uh, of the top uh, seven teams that you have in the state. I talked to Larry Olam uh, this week, last week, a bunch about his team. Yeah. Um, obviously, Coach Antetenko from uh, from Orono, and uh, Izzy Marvin. Talked to him after the game Saturday, and I got a chance to interview Ryan Lemire after their big win. Uh, it's great that we're not just focusing on Andover and Minnetonka. I think that we kind of oh, yeah. keep, spread the love a little bit. Holy Angels, number one in the state, looks good. It's great for hockey. It's great for girls hockey to have these other programs getting some were, were attention, just, well-deserved attention. Were you just name-dropping there when you were just talking about the coaches of the Class A schools that you'd spoken with? That's not name dropping. That's that's factually what I did. <laughs> that's not name dropping. Well, anytime you drop Izzy Marvin's name, I think you're name dropping a little bit. Oh, it's fun to see him. Little, I don't see him a lot. Little gravitas. Are they coming back down? I haven't looked. Do at they their have another schedule? metro. Swim? I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. That research they've department. Become quite. Um, I'll look it up here. I'm, that's okay. I'm, Kayla's doing it. She took a break from her calligraphy. <laughs> Wow. I don't know what you're she's hard on there. Kayla. The, <laughs> uh, let's see. I can just sort by clear. location. I'm not listening, so I cannot. They tell play, they actually, be down here in two weeks. Of course they, they play are. at Mound West Tonka. Wow. And I'm sure they don't, they'm sure they play somebody else too. I was sorting by rank. So. All righty. Right. Okay, should we roll into some uh, big games of the past? Do you have a comment on some of these? I'm going to ask for your opinion on some of these games. 
Yes. I do have all your pickums listed with your oh, scores. Oh lord! Well, we'll be uh, we'll be coming up on pickums after we go over a couple okay. of notable scores. All right. Over the last week, uh, starting at the top, Northfield over Owatonna six to two. This was the rivalry game that I was super hyped up for. Isla Puppy has four points. Grace McCoshin three. Mia Miller three, and Macy Mueller twenty nine saves for the Raiders. Tony surprised at all? No, not at all. All right. Moorhead tying Andover. I was a little surprised at this one. A score of one to one. Taylor Crescent. Andover from bad week. Moorhead uh, stops thirty three of thirty four shots. I don't know. If you call it bad for an- bad. by Andover's by Andover standards. Are the Huskies oh one and one is a bad week. Are the Huskies victims of their own success? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Lakeville North over Rozo. Two goals from Addie Bulby, and then forty four saves on forty eight shots by Rozo's Madeline. Lizelle, is it Lysel? Lizelle, Lizelle, Lizelle. Uh, no shortage of talent between the pipes for the Rams. No. Warroad over Simley, a three-goal second period propels the Warriors past the Spartans. Two goals from Reagan Haley and three assists from Carly Kalbrenner. EP over Alex, four to two, a traditional win for Eden Prairie at this point, where four e- players score one goal and Tegan Swanson makes twenty-nine saves. They're the team that's the most surprising so far this year. They're. Oh. Top three surprises, that's one of them. EP, I have a feeling Eden Prairie is going to work its way into the top ten at some point this season. I do too. Orno over Mound West Tonka. That was the Friday night ice game. The Lopez sisters put on an absolute show yeah. for the fans at Morrison it's, Ice Arena. It's funny. Gabby could have had like three or four goals. She only ended up with one. and It was a tip-in. Oh, sorry. I was thinking of Zoe. I was yeah. Zoe had two goals. No, she had one, but she had at least two, maybe three breakaways. Uh, of her own that yep. she didn't finish on. Ashlyn Roth finishing with, I believe, 33 saves? 33 on 36 Seem shots? Seem like the stat gals right across the street here from us. She tell us no. All I know Gal. is that after she let that one in, the first, like, 10 seconds, she literally, I was like, man, she was playing out of her mind. I yeah. love watching the Out goalies. of her yeah. mind. She yeah, that's good. one thing we didn't mention is that Orno scored eight seconds into the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Minnetonka over and over 5-4. This was the big one. Three points from Distad with the game winner. Sydney Boss Crone with two goals for the Minnetonka. In Skippers. That game? Yep. Holy smokes. Yep. So all you. She was a Sioux Ring Jarvie finalist last year. All you naysayers talking about eighth Minnetonka grader. bringing up eighth graders. Well, they just got two goals from one against the state. In a big game. Team. Uh, Holy Angels over Warroad three to two. Do you have anything to add to um, this game? Here? The game was actually three to nothing, and Warroad got a wraparound goal from Kaya Sandy, and one of the most filthy goals I've seen this calendar year by Jaylee French. I believe the word is filthiest. Pink. I mean, a bar down snapshot that was that just. I mean, it was the old the the air came out of the building. Because <laughs> it was a wonderful goal. Um, and then it got a little bit interesting at the end. But, yep. you know, credit to uh, Holy Angels. They hung on. They got a great goaltender in Zoe Rimstad. They have three lines that can really skate. They have these Mullen sisters who are just gamers. They're, they're move-ins from Colorado. Yep. Um, I thought that was a fantastic uh, pickup of sisters, and they're doing quite well there. Um, they were missing three players from the lineup, including a captain uh, due to injury. So they beat Warroad a little shorthanded, which I thought was interesting. Um, watching Warroad, uh, this year's Warroad edition, after watching the last 
four or five years of world girls hockey, they don't have the one, the girl who can just get it done. I mean, you can, there's no Hendrickson anymore, right? There's not, right. there's no Gina or Tally anymore who can just go get a goal. They really need Jaylee French to be up front, but because they are warroad, they don't have a lot of depth on the blue line. She's forced to play D. That's kind of my takeaway from watching them is they're going to be, they're well coached, good skating team, good goaltending. They're going to be in every game, but they're not going to house you 10 to one like yeah. they used to with those the last couple of years with, with Kate Johnson and, and Talia and Gino and those guys. That's just not there anymore, but it doesn't mean that they're not a top three team. They'll be in the top three all year. See, I think that bodes well for them going forward, though, because then you better. start finding little gems on the third yeah. line and on the second line. So I think There's a, spreading the love a little bit throughout the world lineup pays dividends. I liked the watching the West Fargo move-ins, Hall uh, Brenner and Reese. Taylor Reese. They're playing first-line minutes, right? That's fun to see. But I think one of the uh, spark plugs on this team is Sophie Johnson. She can mm. really, really be very disruptive to the other team. Cool. Uh, Benil St. Margaret's over Moorhead, 8-3. to three. I watched this one. Uh, uh, How did it get to 8-3? Uh, it wasn't great. Right? This but is Taylor Crescent. I mean, that's one of the best goalies in the state. Yeah, and everything that could have gone wrong kind of went wrong for Moorhead. Benilde got on the board almost right away. I went through this a little bit in my post-game skate. Um, Benilde got on the board right away. I mean, it was so fast. And then they went up 3 nothing in the first period, 5 nothing after 2. And part of the problem was Moorhead's power play. Um, sometimes you watch a power play, and the power play doesn't connect with the player advantage, but it's not for lack of chances. You know, they hit right. a pipe or something gets cleared or a good play by the penalty-killing unit. Uh, Moorhead had a power play early in the first period, and they took three straight shots from the point. They all went wide right, bounced off the wall, and then the other defender is scrambling to cover the point and make sure the puck doesn't get out into the neutral zone. It just They just, just one of those... Not quite there Not quite for there. Moorhead. And then it just spun out of control. Uh, really nice performance from Benil, though. They're a fast-starting team. That third period got a little sloppy. Each team scored three times in the final period. If I wanted, if I had my way, you'd see Benil kind of, you know, I'm sure they have the killer instinct, but really hammer down in that third period. You'd like to see... Even if they didn't score, you'd rather have it be five nothing than eight to three. You know what I mean? Can Benilde beat Edina? I haven't seen Edina yet, so I don't have a real answer for You've that. You've seen one. Edina. I, I, it appears this Edina team is as good as as good as ever. No, at this point, no. Okay. Wow. You're supposed to say yes to that question. Why? <laughs> Why am I supposed to say yes to that question? I'm just kidding. Uh, Eden Prairie over Brainerd Little Falls, knocking the Warriors out of the top 10. And the win moves Eden Prairie to number 11. I have that in little quotes. Right. Edina over Proctor. Hermantown 4-2. Apparently the Mirage did not heed your uh, your call. They to, did. Uh, what do you mean they did? It was 4-2. They were playing hockey against them. They weren't playing for the one one game like yeah. they did that one game so i'm credit to proctor for playing a little hockey this time 
uh, Forest Lake over Creighton Durham Hall. Notable because Creighton Durham Hall came within an inch of going to the state tournament last year, and, and Forest Lake has apparently found its legs. A very rough start for the Raiders. Yep. I had very high hopes for them this year. So did I. Taylor Thompson with those forty-three saves. Uh, Farmington over Lakeville South, four to three in overtime. No statistics from this game. Mm, it's just a final. Just it says OT in there. It's just a final in the box. That's score, disappointing. Which is too bad. Minnetonka over Stillwater, five to two. This game was tight early, and then the skippers pulled away. Lauren Mack with three points. Uh, Fifteen combined penalties between the two teams. Fun. Did, that did you expect anything less? No, These are I very physical. No, teams. I didn't. But I enjoy when my. <laughs> what was when my that? when my assumptions come true i enjoy that and then uh benild over Wyzetta, more of very a, very very puzzling score more of a night. testament to Wyzetta than i think an indictment on benild benild goes up three nothing in the first five and a half minutes of the game again what did i just say fast starts for the red knights and then Wyzetta scored three straight times in the second period take a four three lead eventually bsm comes back tala hansen with the game winner and three points on the game but from what I saw of Wyzetta in Moorhead, the fact that Wyzetta is hanging around with Benilde, they might be getting better as the season rolls along. Yeah. Um, great to see Tal Hansen off to such a fast start yeah, in her high school career. Big upcoming games are coming up right after we tell you a little bit about Gemini Athletic. Gemini came through for us. Oh, you want to That's pull? not... No, but the jerseys. Oh, okay. Fantastic. I was going to say you're pointing at a no, Bauer jersey and a K1. Just, just all the great stuff that they have here. Um, I'm going to show something on this. I'm glad we have a. I'm going to show this. So we a a sublimated jersey isn't cut and sew. So this is all ink here on the jersey, which is sublimated, which we're going to do for a specialized event. But here's what they did. They sewed in. This collar, its own its own collar for the teams. They put in the laces. Uh, they uh, they they did a lot of work on this jersey when they really didn't have to. Um, I thought they did a wonderful job on our on these two jerseys for Friday Night Ice, but they're gonna you want to take that. And then I think they do a wonderful job on the other ones we're doing for War Road, uh, East Side Hockey, and then finally Northfield uh, taking on St. Cloud Cathedral. We have some really good jerseys for it. Um, it's fun to watch our relationship with them grow because I can call them and just like any customer can call them and ask for things. And they're a small business trying to satisfy the needs of their customers. Everything is made here, uh, in Edina, in the twin cities by people from the twin cities. Uh, you're in good hands. If you ask them to manufacture your jerseys whether it's in season off season any season type of jersey stuff they make it it's fantastic cut and sew custom beautiful jerseys or if you need something on the fly they can make sublimated jerseys in their own building which is fun to fun to work with those guys a lot of fun to work with them a jersey supplier for every season yes Gemini athletic wow good work there what are the big what are the big upcoming games well, first, I want to get an update on our Pick'em standings. Oh, no. I don't, yeah. I, w- I wouldn't say oh, no, if I were you, Tony. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, good, good. You crushed it. Oh, good. You got five out of six. What was the? What were the games again? Okay, so Owatonna versus North- Northfield. You both picked Easy. Northfield and won. Uh, War Road versus Simley. You picked War Road. Yep. Peter picked Simley. 
<laughs> then awesome. it, it was War Road versus Holy Angels, and Peter picked War Road, and you picked Holy Angels. Awesome. Yeah, I did. So you won again. And then Moorhead versus uh, Benilde St. Margaret, and Tony, you won that one. Peter picked Moorhead. Oh, my gosh. Then <laughs> Did Peter get any right? It's pretty rough. He got Northfield uh, over Oatana. Edina versus Proctor Hermantown, you both got. Yes. Four to Edina. Yes. Uh, and then Mountain West Tonka versus Orono, you also both did not get. You both picked Mountain West Tonka. No. Uh huh. No. You can go back. No. You no. can go back and listen. This is. This hey, this is how you get fired. You want to hear a quote? This is how you want to hear a quote from last show. What? What is it? You said. We have to keep journalistic integrity. We can't both pick Mound West Tonka because you picked first and then he picked no, Mound West Tonka. No, no, you go no. back. You, you go just back and listen look to at it. Your camera. You just you got all excited. You knocked the camera out of place. I fired her up. I love you it. You go back and you listen to it. I'm, I'm gonna going to this. go back. I'm going to post this clip. The reason is you. I talked to the girls before the game and they were like the mound girls were side eyeing me. They're like, "Hey, you picked Orno. Thanks a lot." You didn't. No, I. You picked actually, Orno. you picked Mound West Tonka, and then you were like, "Yeah, I really think Orno's going to win," but you still picked Mound West Tonka. Really? I promise you. Then I thought one of us picked. But you got five out of six, and Peter only got, I got two. Six out of so, six. so I'm two and four. I, mean, I deserve my six out of six for getting the side eye from the oh Mound West Tonka girls. We'll, we'll my give friends you in Mound West Tonka, Southwest Christian. Pity half of a point. <laughs> Pity. And then she hits the mute button. Like, I'm done with you. Out. That's what Too I Too bad do. I can't hit your mute button. Oh, my gosh. Can you not actually hit the mute button? Oh, I can, but I mean, like, it that would, would be bad for my job, you know? Yeah. Just yeah, like, that's true, actually. Just like getting saying I got that one wrong. Or maybe he would respect you more if you stood <laughs> up to him. Is that the, the trope of every terrible career movie? Alrighty, big upcoming games. November 24th, Orono at Proctor Hermantown. That's a good test. That's a nice game. That's a good game. Another one we'll miss. I would like to see that game. What do you like in that one? Ooh. I already said it. I said it on the show. I'm going to stand by it. Orno's the best Class A team in the state. They will travel to Proctor Arena. <laughs> I'm guessing they're playing Proctor. And they'll win. All right. I'm going to take Proctor. They'll win 4-1. to one. I'm taking Proctor Hermantown on this one. Uh, Rogers at Maple Grove. A lot on the line here in terms of section seeding. I know both of us expect Maple Grove and Rogers to be among the top four seeds. I don't think that... Rodgers has will will score in this game. I'm taking Maple Grove. All righty. That's not saying a lot because no one has scored on Maple we Grove. We should also yet. figure out what the record is for most shutouts to start a season. Is there a record for that? I don't know. It's not on the state we high school go website. Find, if it I'll is. put Olivia on that project. You'll put Olivia on that project. <laughs> All righty. Uh, Proctor Hermantown is going to come down November 28th. Proctor Hermantown, Holy Angels. Can't ignore a, a one versus four matchup can't do it i know proctor Herman no that's here a twice, good game but you can't ignore it coach lemire is right he said we have a tough schedule the first seven games of the season he yes is right do. who do you like i'm going number one holy angels i'm taking proctor hermantown now that you just told me that holy angels is missing three players okay uh holy family at andover also november 28th will the slide continue for the huskies I doubt it. I doubt it. I'll take Andover. <laughs> I'm also going to take Andover. 
Uh, South St. Paul at Dodge County. This is probably Ooh, the you best saw this game. game last year. Yeah, it was at South St. Paul. I don't know if I'm I trekking think to I Dodge. I could go County to that game. This. I think I could go to that game. It's, and I like I like going down to these one hour drives from the Twin Cities. I don't mind those. It's when it gets to be two or three where it's like, oh, that's a lot for one. Just a lot for one game. You this know? is uh, might be the best game out of the these six. I might go to that game. You go to that game. Yeah. Who do you like? It, uh dodge for sure i okay. love dodge county after watching them in the section final last year i was like how did they just lose to elberly i thought they were the superior team but just couldn't get her done and it was one of those games where the goalie didn't get any shots yeah you know she just did poor thing she just didn't have a chance you know yeah i'm gonna take south st paul okay for fun and then rounding it out, Minnetonka at Maple Grove, one versus wow. five. Something's got to give here. That's going to be the night where Maple Grove finally gives up a goal. And I think they'll give up more goals than the they'll score. So I'll go Minnetonka like four to one, four to two. Are you saying you're going to take Mountain West Tonka? Take um, Minnetonka, Minnetonka in that game. I'm going to take Maple Grove. I don't know if the Crimson get a shutout here. I'm going to take Maple Grove in a tight one. Just don't see big num- big offensive numbers from them yet. They so don't need big offensive I'm numbers. just they got saying, Danny Strong. You need some bigger offensive punch to the team in order to beat the juggernaut top three. Well, I've never been a fan of punch, so I'm going to take the Crimson. I know that Maple Grove also plays Edina this year, too, so they'll, they'll get their... Maple Grove has got a nice little schedule, schedule supplementing yeah. that yep. um, the Northwest Suburban, which is fairly top heavy. They're supplementing. I think that might be depending games. on when it is. That's probably the time I'm going to see Maple Grove and Edina. Edina. Should we yeah. check it out? I played last year in December, so we'll see this year how that turns out. Maple Grove is going to play Edina December 13th. How is that? That'll be a game I'll probably attend as well. Alrighty. Well, I think that just about does it. What a show. I think that just What a week it. of girls what hockey. What a week of girls hockey. If you made it all the way to this point of the show, congratulations. You are wonderful. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the YouTube video. It helps push the video to the top of the algorithm. And when it's near the top of the algorithm, we can afford to keep doing stuff like this. We will be back next week with another episode of Her Ice. Everybody, have a happy and safe Thanksgiving. Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool All about the bounce in my step Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hit refresh and forget Used to keep it cool